Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. Well, today, Charlotte leaders could make some big decisions on everything from affordable housing to overcrowding at the animal shelter. Here are three items to watch on today's agenda. First, City Council looking to approve millions that could bring some big relief to CMPD animal care and control. $5 million could help expand the facility and help fix some ongoing mechanical issues. It all comes as the shelter handles a surge of lost and stray animals. Number two, City Council wants to hear from you about a potential investment grant to the Atlantic Coast Conference, better known as the ACC. The potential $40,000 grant coming as the conference plans to move its headquarters to the Queen City. And number three, City Council could approve $21 million for multifamily rental affordable housing developments. The funding split between the Housing Trust Fund and the American Rescue Plan. Wake Up Charlotte's Richard Devane walks us through what that can mean in the fight against rising housing costs. City leaders looking at a vote they hope will make living in Charlotte a bit more affordable. This after voters passed that $50 million bond vote earlier this month. This evening, the council will vote on allocating more than $9 million in funding for several affordable housing projects from the Housing Trust Fund, which is a fund that was created more than two decades ago for building or improving affordable housing units. Projects on the list include Fairhaven Glen, Ovada at Reedy Creek, Galloway Crossings, Bishop Madison Homes, Grounds for Change, Valentine Seniors, Evoke at Living at Morris Field. These projects are from all around the city. The council also voted on $6 million in additional funding for the South Village Apartments from the American Rescue Plan. Another step in trying to solve the ongoing issue of creating housing for those who want to call Charlotte home but simply can't afford to do so something former teacher Bethany Weary told us months ago. I had trouble finding affordable housing with the salary that I made as a state employee. So if I had trouble, I am sure that the issue is far more widespread than people even know to, to dig into. Richard Devane for Wake Up Charlotte. Also today, CATS is restarting service on a handful of express routes that could help cut down on your morning commute. The transportation agency starting up three new routes that were discontinued during the height of the pandemic. The Steel Creek, Arboretum, and Mountain Island Express lines will now have service restored. And there are some changes to be aware of. First up is the Steel Creek Express Route 41X. In addition to stopping in Uptown, the bus will also make several new stops. However, service along South Tryon Street will be discontinued to speed up service. As for the Mountain Island Express, the bus will now serve the new Riverbend Village Park and Ride. A lot of changes to keep track of here. We understand, but we made it easy for you. We have all the details right now on our website, WCNC.com. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. The woman accused of killing a four year old girl expected in court today. The Catawba County Sheriff's Office charged Chelsea Crompton with murder. It comes after Hazel Liddy was found unresponsive at a home on Hill Haven Drive two weeks ago. Officers say Crompton is the girlfriend of Liddy's father. She's expected in court for that murder charge this morning. The Charlotte native shot in this month's mass shooting at Colorado Springs nightclub is back here in the Queen City. Barrett Hudson says he was returned home for a month of physical therapy before heading back to Colorado. Hudson says he was shot seven times in the back during the mass shooting at Club Q, a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs. Five people were killed, 25 were hurt in that shooting. 
1-800 saying their final goodbyes to WBTV meteorologist Jason Myers over the weekend. It comes after Myers and helicopter pilot Chip Tyag died tragically in a helicopter crash last week. Myers remembered as a devoted family man and a bright light to his four children. As for Tyag, he's set to be laid to rest in Lancaster on Wednesday. We have links to how you can help both families on our website, WCNC.com. The post-Thanksgiving travel rush is on with 73,000 folks expected to return to Charlotte Douglas today. Live pictures right now from the airport where 388 flights were delayed Sunday. Severe weather causing thousands of delays across the nation as millions try to return home after the Thanksgiving holiday. Online sales for Black Friday expected to set a new record, topping $9 billion. That's in addition to the 160 million shoppers who crowded stores on Friday. Thanksgiving Day shopping was also a big day for retailers as shoppers spent more than $5 billion online. And that's it for your morning rush. Congress with a lot to do this week as they return to session after the Thanksgiving holiday. Live pictures right now from the U.S. Capitol where House and Senate Democrats hope to pass a laundry list of items before Republicans take over the House in January. Wake Up Charlotte's Bree Jackson now in Washington with the latest. Ben, with only a handful of working days left until the new Congress begins, Democrats say they are trying to get as much done as possible while they still have control of both chambers. With a new era of divided government coming in January, there's an aggressive push for President Biden and Democrats to get through their lame duck session legislative to-do list. I'm going to try to get rid of assault weapons. After recent mass shootings out of Virginia Walmart and a Colorado gay nightclub, there are renewed calls for Congress to pass tighter gun laws. This is a choice to allow this to continue to happen. The laws that we're talking about passing, red flag laws, assault weapons bans, they're wildly popular. Republicans again argue that mental health, not weapons, is the problem. I think there's overwhelming bipartisan support mm -hmm. to fund uh, better mental health uh, programs and try to increase communication between uh, law enforcement agencies and, and social services groups to try to better identify these troubled people before they commit crimes. As the clock winds down on Democrats' control of Congress, the party is also looking to take action on election laws and protecting voting rights. We need to look at the John R. Lewis Voting Rights Act. I'm just going to get off of that. Lawmakers are on track to codify federal protections for same-sex marriage. Marriage equality is now on the march towards final passage. Thank goodness. Also on the list of unfinished business, keeping the government funded past December 16th and preventing a government shutdown. Also on the to-do list for Senate Democrats this lame duck session, confirming more of President Biden's judicial nominees. In Washington, I'm Bree Jackson for Wake Up Charlotte. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. Today might be Cyber Monday, but think twice before spending all your cash. You could make a big difference if you save some tomorrow for Giving Tuesday. How do you know if your donation is going to the right place? Let's connect the dots. Giving Tuesday was created a decade ago to help encourage people to do good. Last year, 35 million people donated $2.7 billion to charities. But charity fraud takes millions of dollars a year in donations away from legitimate charities. Always double check the websites where you're donating. Several websites like give.org are linked to the Better Business Bureau to help protect your donation. Watch out for similar sounding names. Questionable charities often choose names that sound like the real deal. 
For example, Wounded Warrior Fund is very similar to the legitimate Wounded Warrior Project. And before you write that check, know the red flags of scams. Charities will never ask you to wire money or pressure you to give immediately. The best advice? Give directly to the charity of your choice and avoid giving over the phone. And that is Connecting the Dots. A busy travel day ahead as thousands make their way back home. Officials estimate 73,000 people will fly back into the Queen City today. It comes after massive delays at the airport yesterday. Data from FlightAware shows nearly a third of all flights flying in and out of Charlotte were delayed. Come back here today, it was, it's pretty busy. This morning, delays already building as the rush to get home from Thanksgiving continues. Severe storms causing headaches for travelers across the country. We saw uh, basically a week straight of excellent weather across the U.S. That lucky streak came to an end on Sunday with uh, some pretty severe storms hitting the Northeast. And as a result, you saw over 150 flights canceled, more than 5,000 flights delayed across the country. Thousands expected at the airport today with officials asking for patience. When you're coming in, yes, the line goes nearly all the way to the entrance of Charlotte Douglas. So expect to be in your car for a while. With 15% fewer planes in the sky than 2019, experts warn it's difficult to rebook. And it's not just air travel experiencing headaches and congestion. AAA Carolina is projecting almost 1.5 million people hit Carolina roadways. A lot of accidents, so that's where we hit most of our traffic. I mean, a little touch and go, touch and go. Now, if you or a loved one are planning on driving home today, some good news when it comes to ongoing construction projects. North Carolina transportation officials say construction on major interstates will remain paused through this evening. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.